What if you really can have it all? No, really. What if everything you think you desire is only a starting point for the life you are truly capable of creating? On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, we will explore topics from magic to practical step-by-step -step processes and everything in between. There's no place we won't go, nothing too ridiculous or weird, in the quest to live life as grand as possible. Hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer are the embodiment of Opposites Attract. Collectively, they're the summation of Megan's big vision coupled with Suzanne's knack of her details. Partnered in love and in business for the last five years, they're taking co-creation to a whole new level. Join Megan and Suzanne for Love, Life, and All Things Weird, where we will talk about living a life that's inspired, overflowing, and completely awesome. Good morning, everybody! You are listening to Love, Life, and All Things Weird, and we are talking about... I think, you know, I think this show was actually inspired by me, okay, because we've been talking about magic for like a month now, and um, and this is one of Megan's favorite, favorite, favorite topics of all time. Um, as you can imagine, if any of you know Megan, um, she's probably been like a whole shit ton of magic since she was born. So it's very much um, in her nature to be very, very magical. Um, and hey, so are you she talking just, about me? I'm talking about you, darling. I wouldn't even I'm not even letting you talk. I'm just launching in and telling everybody about, you know, that you've been talking magic and basically being magic since you were born. It kind of comes natural to you. Um, but magic has been a newer conversation for me, and I've, we've talked about that a couple times in the last month. Um, and so, but what I'd like to say is that this show is kind of inspired by me because when, when you get too far out into kind of like the ethereal, um, word and languaging of like molecules and, um, vibrations in the universe and all that stuff, it feels all a little bit too, um, kind of like woo woo for me. So, um, so I was telling Megan, like, but really, how do you create a magical life and how do you actually um, cultivate those energies? And so we came up with this um, this show, Practical Magic. And so I'm super, I think I'm even more excited about this show than you are. Am I, darling? <laughs> I think you are. And I <laughs> came up with this idea just to so you could just get your, sink your teeth into it and just yeah. go. Yeah, and it's, yeah. I th I think it's really cute when we were talking about the show, and you're like, "So, what do you want to talk about today?" And I'm like, "Hey, this is your show, babes. You have at it." And within like four seconds, you'd written an entire page. I love you so much. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because I am much more um, the kind of the practical application type of person. So that that really is me. So if we're going to talk about something as like um, undefinable as magic, then I want to kind of break it down and be like, no, really, like, how do you do it? Um, and so we have some questions that were in our copy this week, and um, I love them. And that's kind of what we're going to base our show on today. And those are, have you ever wondered how to engage the intelligence of the universe on your behalf? Are you curious about how to create the inner and outer environment that invites magic? 
And are you ready for the everyday tools you can use to practice being that energy in your life? So that's really what um, we're going to focus on today. And, um, and yeah, like, do you want to do any more setup, darling? Or can we, can I just launch well, into it? Just go, baby, go. I love you so much. <laughs> Take it and run. <laughs> so I think, you know, the, um, what I really, really love, the question that I really love especially is this idea of cultivating the inner uh, outer environment and being new to the um, the magic world. I've been able to kind of watch Megan like, you know, kind of like in her own habitat for years. <laughs> you sound like you're at the zoo watching the zebra. <laughs> Totally, because when I first met you, you were talking about um, quantum, like in a class that I took of yours, you were ta- you were talking about quantum um, physics and stuff like that, and it had been, it was so new to me. It was something I'd never even heard of before. So this was like seven or eight years ago, and so really, I feel like you know, um, I have been able to just kind of watch you and learn from you because I come from the world of, you know, um, being really linear and analytic and systematic and um, step-by-step and all that kind of stuff, which in its own way is actually, you know, creation too. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, But what I love so much is bringing the worlds together. And I feel like that's kind of my purpose is to bring the practical and the spiritual together and be a bridge for uh, for that. And that's why I love the title even of Practical Magic. So when we're talking about the question of how to um, how to start cultivating that in your world, um, what I've noticed in watching Megan at the zoo and also kind of trying <laughs> trying things on in my own world is that there's some elements that really invite magic in. And um and interestingly enough, they were their kind of energies that I was not actually very willing to experience at first. So one because and we've talked about this like maybe the a couple weeks ago is like I had a very cynical mind um and I had a very controlling um kind of tendency and I um and I wanted things to be planned and really the inner and outer environment of magic has to do a lot with um spontaneity and surprise and curiosity and allowance and allowance is like really basically the opposite of control and expectation. So for me, this wasn't an easy sell. Like, what do you mean? I'm going to give up control. I'm going to give up expectation. I'm going to open myself up and be vulnerable and receive and allow the kind of spontaneity of the universe to come in. What? Are you kidding me? Like, that feels kind of actually a bit scary. Right. And a bit like what would happen then, you know, Um, and what I really realized, it doesn't sound like a deal you would normally take, darling. I know, but that's the old me. That's the old me. That's the old you. That's That's the old me. Oh, (laughs) that's the job. Yeah. 
exactly. Now I'm like 2.7 or something. You know what I mean? Like Suzanne 2.7. So, um, so I, I've kind of just been playing with this. Like, what would it, what would it take to be more curious, to infuse more curiosity into my world? If I didn't have to be right and if I didn't have to be in control and, and I, if I didn't have any expectations, what would come into my space, right? Like what what could I actually open up and receive? And what it take, what it took for me is a recognition that I I had to number one believe and trust that the universe was friendly and that the universe had my back and that also that I could trust myself. That regardless of like what was happening and what came in, that I could trust myself. So for me, it was actually a reflection of trust, of trusting myself and trusting the universe um, to allow uh, the magic to come in and to actually open up to these energies. Hmm. You know, uh, one of the things that um, uh, that Einstein um, talked a lot about was that the, and for everything else, he was really willing to stay in question, and he did not require answers. And part of um, the way that I have changed doing questions, because I've always been a questioner, always, 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 like love, love, love questions. I first really learned about living in wonder with Gay Hendricks, and it was fabulous. But I, I still really believed that the, the, the purpose of question was answer. Even though I was like practicing staying in this open space, I, have, I believed that eventually an answer would come, and that was the point. What I've been learning in Access is that quest, asking questions is about opening awareness and opening mm-hmm. up new possibilities and following that awareness and that actually it's not ever about an answer. It's just about opening up to be able to follow the energy. So the one thing that Einstein said that he wanted an answer to, the only thing was was the universe friendly because if what Suzanne is saying is the prereq, right? Lower your barriers, no defenses, allow everything, judge nothing, resist and react to nothing, agree and align with nothing, be in that big open space, right? It requires trust of you, but it also requires that you really trust and know that the universe is friendly. And that was the one thing that Einstein actually felt like he wanted the answer to. And he spent many, many, many years quantifying uh, and looking at was the universe friendly. It was the only thing that he proved unequivocally was that the universe is friendly. And there's been many, many, many quantum physics since then that have corroborated. Is that the right word? Those <laughs> corroborated, corroborated, corroborated <laughs> those findings, right? And uh-huh. that that the universe is friendly. So that's the other piece, right? If I'm going to go willy nilly following the energy and not needing an answer and just really following where the universe is asking me to go, I've got to trust me completely, and I've also got to trust the universe. So knowing that the universe is friendly was super helpful. Mm -hmm. Yes, which, you know, based on my upbringing, um, I had a lot of conclusions um, around the fact that the universe wasn't friendly because, you know, like I had a very kind of negative 
um, overall experience and a lot of um, like mistrust and a lot of abuse and a lot of crap going on. Um, so for me to um, to be able to, that was a big leap, kind of a leap of faith of like that inherently the world is good. The people are doing the best they can, um, that there's possibility and choice, um, that that really this kind of optimistic um, viewpoint. I used to, you know, call out people as being Pollyannas, right, that were super, super optimistic. Um, and I, I thought that, I believed that if I was, quote, realistic and if I had my expectations um you know, pretty low, then that was the safe way. That was the way to go about living um, so that I didn't get rejected and I didn't get disappointed. And um, and can you feel the heaviness of that? I mean, all of you listening in, can you feel how, how that energy of that, right? Like, and I yet, think there's a clearing coming on. Okay, darling, let's hear it. Okay. So everywhere that you decided the universe wasn't friendly because of, of some weird shit that showed up in your life, <clears throat> excuse me, will you one create and destroy that, please? Yeah. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boys, shorts, and beyond, all the decisions, judgments, conclusions, computations, projections, expectations, separations, and rejections you have of the universe because of what showed up in your world, will you one create and destroy it, please? Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine boys, shorts and beyonds. And I want you to continue with what you're saying, but I have awareness about what some of those things are about that might help people um, really, like, let go of those perceptions. You can really begin to step into the magic, because for me, um, you really can't access magic if you don't trust the universe. Like, you're mm-hmm. going to be you're going to be walled off and isolated in a way that doesn't allow you to engage the magic of the universe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. And I mean, if you, you, I mean, it's kind of that, that old saying of like, first you've got to believe. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So there, there is this um, energy of, of trust and belief and faith, you know, in the universe, faith, not only just in the goodness of the universe, but also for me specifically in the goodness and uh, of the of people too. Not that all people are you know have good intentions, um, but that I but that people are really doing the best they can. And if they aren't, then I would rather believe that they're doing the best they can because that makes my world um, feel so much lighter and so much more able to stay in curiosity and also in awareness. And that's the thing is if you really trust yourself, um, then you can become aware of um, of where, you know, where there is um, people and places that um, that aren't friendly, you know. So it really comes back again to trusting you and trusting the universe. So um, something, something that Kay Hendricks said uh, in one of our classes years ago, and um, he was talking about because uh, people would say because he their premise was everything that ever occurred in our life, we actually um, were participating in creating in some form. 
Um, and there's a lot of uh, I don't know, there's a lot of ways to look at this sort of a thing. I there's definitely um, traumatic events in my life that if you just look at it through that lens could be seen as unfriendly, but actually mm-hmm. it was birthing um, aspects of my capacities that I chose as a being, as a bigger spirit, because I knew that I wanted to get at them faster, and that was the fastest way given the rules of the reality at that time. And mm-hmm. so something that he said was really poignant because people go, well, I, you mean I create earthquakes? You know, people always say stupid shit like that when we're talking about these kinds of principles. And he said this. He said, I trust myself to the core in my bones, and my choice for ease on this planet is such that I know that I would not take myself to an environment where an earthquake was happening. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's trust at the most core level, right, is that you trust yourself to go to where the ease is. And while you're building that trust, maybe that trust isn't there all the way yet, that one of my great tools that I'm loving playing with is that I everything in my world I'm willing to use to my advantage. And so instead of looking at an event as right, wrong, good, or bad, like, oh, this happened, oh, I'm a victim, oh, like, whatever, right, to just go, oh, how can I use this to my advantage? How can I use this to my advantage? And so when you start realizing that everything that's showing up has a gift for you, Everything that's showing Mm -hmm. up has a contribution for you. And if you can let go of labeling everything as good, bad, right, wrong, looking at yourself as a victim of anything, looking at yourself as the villain of anything, looking at yourself as the hero of anything, going, okay, here's the thing. Like, If I was just neutral about this event, how could I use it to my advantage? And in Mm -hmm. doing that, you realize that actually nothing is accidental, that everything in your world, everything coming into your world can be a benefit to you if you don't sit and fight it, resist it, judge it, label it. It's just energy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, like, I mean, we're talking about magic, but um, that is a very, very broad energy, you know, like that's so all-encompassing. Um, and, and you know, what Megan's pointing out is like um, really being, when you're in a place of accountability and a place of like, um, how can I use this to my advantage, then you're you're never at the effect of. And when you're never at the effect of, there's this kind of co-creation and communion possible with yourself and with the universe. Like I see magic and kind of the ability to kind of create magic and um um and be in the energy of magic as communion, as like no separation from the universe, no separation from us. Like if you think about what I've talked about so far, um like being in the energy of curiosity, being in the energy of allowance, um, receiving, like opening up to receiving, um, being available for the surprise and the spontaneity and luck of life. Um, all of that is openness. It's actually communion and connection and availability and openness. 
Um, and it's the opposite of separation. I think when we're separating from ourselves and from each other and from the universe, that's when life gets super, super hard. And that's where, and no magic exists there. So, um, yeah, apparently, darling, I'm on a soapbox today, but I know we've got to go on break. So um, we're going to go on break. And when we come back, we're going to talk more about the practical tools um, for magic that you can really create and instigate in your life. We'll be back in a minute. Go, baby, go. Most people live in the land of either or. It's a scary and meager place where one can have either a happy relationship or a successful career, where we can have either lots of time and no money or lots of money and no time to spend it. On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer bring you inspiration, awesome tools for transformation, and full permission to claim your most ridiculous life. Together, they are the embodiment of opposites attract, and the result is true synergistic power. Finding yourself roadside in either or? Megan and Suzanne are here to reintroduce you to one very powerful three-letter word. And. Simple? Yes. Effective? Absolutely. Welcome to the land of and. Listen to Love, Life, and All Things Weird every Wednesday at 12 p.m. noon Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, and 9 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? Love, Life, and All Things Weird with hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer. Are you scratching your head a bit? Let's chat. Call into the program today and let's find some answers. If you're in the U.S., call 815-880-8255. In Canada, call 613-800-8736 or Skype us at a2zen.fm. You can also send questions or comments by sending an email to Suzanne P. Stoffer at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back to Love, Life, and All Things Weird with your hosts, Megan and Suzanne on A to Zen FM. We are live. <laughs> Hi. I love doing that. That's just so fun. Uh, your radio do you like voice. That? Do you like it? I like 
Oh, it's sexy, honey. Your radio voice is so sexy. <laughs> I have apparently I have a radio voice too. You really do. <laughs> Your voice is so sexy on the air. I like to re-listen to our shows just for that. <laughs> All right. Okay. Focus. Focus, darling. Okay. Okay, baby. I'm back. Uh, so yes, so we've been on a soapbox about practical magic, and I think um, the the other thing that I want to say, um, talking about, because the question was, how do you cultivate the inner and, and outer environment? And um, we haven't talked much about outer environment. And um, what I want to talk about with regards to that is um, who you choose to be, um, like what... What people do you choose to hang out with? What places um, do you choose to hang out in? Um, and, you know, what energies are you inviting into your world on a day-to-day basis, right? So that's kind of the outer environment. Like this, the way that this world, that this reality operates is kind of effed up, in my opinion, a lot. Like it's really based on limitation. Um, it's based on hard and struggle. Um, it's based on victim, um, victimhood. It's it's all based on that a lot. And so we really do need to cultivate our outer environment too, um, like creating those communities and those spaces where we can have these kinds of conversations. Um, if I if I didn't have Megan in my world, you know, for the last eight years, I would not be having this conversation about magic today, and I would certainly not have the kind of juicy, magical life that I have. And that's just the power of one person, her impact in my world. Um, I really can't imagine where I would be if I wouldn't have met you. I'm feeling all emotional about this. I really do have so much gratitude for you, babe. Like, you've opened up my world so much. I had no idea that this was possible. And I really feel like that you were such an impact um, for me at the beginning. Um, Thank you. Thank you, sweetness. Oh, that makes me so happy. It makes me so happy that, and you know what? You chose it, and you knew, like you, like when we've talked about this before. It's like it didn't make any sense for you to um, hitch your wagon to the likes of me. <laughs> you know, it didn't make any sense in anybody's world. You know, and not in my world, not in your world. But you said to me, you knew that it was the shortest distance that choosing me was the shortest distance to where you wanted to go. So there was something that you knew in that choice. Even if Mm -hmm. you didn't know what it was, you were choosing. (laughs) And that's the magic of you because you have such a knowing. And, and, And you've taught me about trusting yourself. Like you trust yourself like nobody I've ever met. You trust Mm -hmm. yourself. You trust your value. You trust who you are, and you trust yourself to do what you say. And that, to me, that was the part of my magic that was missing. Because I believed in magic, but I didn't trust me. And so, like, Mm -hmm. I feel like that is so, like, mutual, like what you've brought to me is that learning to trust myself. Mm. It's a love fest, darling. I had no idea. (laughs) (laughs) 
I had no idea I would be such a ball baby today. That kind of came out of nowhere. But um, having you being open to the surprise, darling. Totally open to the surprise. See, that's what happens. You kind of let go of control and all kinds of crazy stuff happens that's, you know, really fun and magical. <laughs> so, yeah, like, so what I would say to all of you, if you, if you, um, if you resonate with what I'm saying as far as like not kind of not knowing if magic is real or not mm. trusting or not having that experience for yourself, like you're in the right place, you know, having this conversation with us, listening to this show. Mm. Um, it takes so much courage to um, to believe in something more when this world is telling us not to. Mm-hmm. Mm. And I think that's why we really want to engage people in classes and communities and the show. I mean, the show is a community um, in the most open sense of communities where together we fortify our knowing of magic in a world that dismisses it. And I think that's what we are for each other, you and me. Is that mm-hmm. like, you know, we are that reminder to each other of the miraculousness and the magic of the universe and of each other in a world that is like harsh and shut down and in struggle and and in victimhood and all of that, you know. And I think that's what's so powerful about being in communion and having conversations with people who share the vision of that greater reality. And together, we can change reality. We can change the norm. We can change. What if magic was just, instead of talking about the weather at the gas station to your neighbor, you talked about magic? Uh Like, how cool would that be? What if that became the thing we talked about? Yes. Yeah, and so, you know, I mean, that's why we're doing Unveil Your Magic next month. That's why we're we're bringing the community together, whoever wants to come and play with us, um, to go beyond the normal, you know, be, go beyond the the push and the struggle and the challenge of this reality. Like, we can all come together and, and experience and talk about magic. Like, that was one of the most amazing things for me about going to Maestro in Rome, is being in a room full of people that are having a different conversation and a different energy. There was so much magic in that room. And that's what we want to create. That's what Megan and I want to create. And you're all invited. And, you know, and I just want you to feel in, to kind of tune in and see, like, is this is that an environment that feels positive to me, that feels like I want to come and play? Like, we've purposely made it, like, less than $100, so nobody has a reason to not come. <laughs> so, you know, if you're have questions or if you have concerns or if you have thoughts about it we're more than happy to talk but everybody is welcome and it's august 19th and 20th that's unveil your magic in salt lake city 
And if we have enough people, we'll live stream it. And then we're also doing Magic School, which we talked about earlier. Um, before the show, we've been, we're starting to create it. It's eight weeks of um, mostly online. Um, and it's just to help everybody cultivate their magic. Like, I'm excited for the own up level that's in store for me in um, in in launching, you know, an eight-week course called Magic School. So if any of that feels really um, interesting or aligned, then just reach out or, you know, click on the links that are everywhere on Facebook um, and check it out and sign up. And um, Well, our, I guess our Magic School isn't up yet, but Unveil Your Magic is. So, mm-hmm. um, and, and just come and be in an environment that cultivates... Um, that kind of energy, right? That cultivates and explores that kind of magic, like um, and choose other other things too that feel light and that feel like you can show up and be you and be the magic that you be. You know, whether that's other um, places or you know other people or other conversations. Like, um, choose your choose wisely where you go. And uh, what energy you bring into your space. And, you know, I think it's especially, like, one of the reasons years ago, like, I'm kind of, I keep accidentally creating communities. Everybody goes, like, I want you to teach us how to create communities. I'm like, I don't know. It just happens. (laughs) You know, like, when I get excited about something, people tend to gather, especially when it's a vision that's that we all kind of sense and know is true, but we're not letting ourselves have it, and we're living in environments that deny it. And one of the things that I I realized, because um, like I've been doing you know healing work of all kinds for like 22 years, and I remember like a couple of years in, I noticed that I would do these amazing sessions with people, and they would free up so much, and they would be so excited, and they would be like off creating things, and then. <clears throat> their husband or their partner or their mother would be like, that's stupid, and they'd just throw a pile of pool at them. And they didn't know how to sustain or maintain that new energy all alone in a world that was so concrete and so heavy. And so that's when I started creating a community class, and I offered it every week. I taught a class every week for 15 years, and I did it just on donation because I believe that people needed a place to go where there were others like them that could fortify that because most of us don't have family environments or home environments that support this kind of stuff. I mean, you Mm -hmm. and I consciously are creating it, and even though, like, your children think we're weird as shit, they kind of come on the ride a ton of times, right? And, and, like, they can't help but be infused with the magic that we're being. And I think that that's... The Unveil Your Magic and the Magic School is really about that. It's like a safe place for you to lower those barriers and see what you're capable of and have that conversation and get fortified in that conversation and have people that are are an energy that can hold that space for you to be more of you regardless of, you know, whether, you, you know, the person in your internal world is a blockhead. Like, it doesn't matter. Because the more, if you have others that you connect to, that you're in communion with, that are having this conversation, that are being in this space, it, it, that is the magic of communion. 
And that mm-hmm. can actually help you sustain that. The thing about it is, guys, if you can only be magic around other magic people, you ain't magic yet. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it really is, like, when that first, like, you know, blockhead is in front of you that you melt <laughs> because you're being, like, more of you, right? That's, like, when you know the powers are, like, the force is strong in you. But it gets fortified by the people you associate with, by the conversations you're having, by the communities and classes that you go to. And we want to be that space for people who want to share that vision, who know that there's something greater available. Well, and what I would say, too, is when you are when you are cultivating that energy um, and that energy of allowance, then it makes it so much easier to be in the world and to be in total allowance of others, even if they're not choosing what you're choosing, you know. So it's also like, you know, when you're talking about the blockheads, like if what if you could be in what could what if you could be in total allowance of whatever they choose and actually delight in their choices and knowing, you know, that whatever they choose is cool for them. Like that is the possibility of being um, in that openness and in that allowance and in that receiving of everything and judging nothing. So that really is what we're talking about, you know, what magic is. Um, and, you know, practice um, cultivating that those new energies in you and practice um, finding the people that are willing to have that conversation with you and the and the environment, you know, the magical environments like that's what we love so much about traveling the world is we find magic wherever we go, you know, and. The, and, you know, that's kind of one of our practical tools for you today. Um, everyday tools is invoking the magic of nature everywhere you go. Like, you don't have to travel, um, you know, to Italy or to Australia or wherever we go, Costa Rica or wherever, to be in nature. You can step outside and be in nature. And nature is magical. It is so magical. So, um so, and we love experiencing nature all over the world. That's part of our, um, you know, good, good life. Um, but that can be something you do every single day, invoking the magic of nature. So, again, like really creating those environments that feel supportive to the magic that you be. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, magic school starts September 9th and it goes eight weeks. And so if you're interested in that, then um, we'll have more information for you, too. But we're starting off with the bang with Unveil Your Magic, August 19th and 20th. So, yeah, and there's and the, lots. Go ahead. The um, Unveil Your Magic is a live event. And if we got at least 10 people that wanted to live stream it, we would, um, we would open to the live stream. Uh, but Magic School will be online, and it will be webinar format. So wherever you are in the world, you can join Magic School. Um, so Unveil may just be a live event, and it may not be recorded, uh, but Magic School will be available anywhere in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whew, so maybe, darling, we go on break and come back and talk more about practical magic. What do you think about that? Let's do it. Let's <laughs> I want to, you know what I want to do when we come back? I want to do an invocation, an invitation to Lady Luck. I want to talk about (laughs) that. To invoke Lady Luck as part of the magic. 
part of the practical tools of magic. <laughs> cool. All right, everybody. We'll be back for more practical magic. Most people live in the land of either or. It's a scary and meager place where one can have either a happy relationship or a successful career, where we can have either lots of time and no money or lots of money and no time to spend it. On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer bring you inspiration, awesome tools for transformation, and full permission to claim your most ridiculous life. Together, they are the embodiment of opposites attract, and the result is true synergistic power. Finding yourself roadside in either or? Megan and Suzanne are here to reintroduce you to one very powerful three-letter word. And. Simple? Yes. Effective? Absolutely. Welcome to the land of and. Listen to Love, Life, and All Things Weird every Wednesday at 12 p.m. noon Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, and 9 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? Love, Life, and All Things Weird with hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer. Are you scratching your head a bit? Let's chat. Call into the program today and let's find some answers. If you're in the U.S., call 815-880-8255. In Canada, call 613-800-8736 or Skype us at a2zen.fm. You can also send questions or comments by sending an email to Suzanne P. Stoffer at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everybody, to Love Life and All Things Weird. We're talking about practical magic. And, um, wow, what a show already. My goodness. I feel all like expanded and shit. <laughs> well, sweetie, you were so vulnerable. You had all your barriers down and just stepped into the magic of the universe. You just did. And I see this is what I love about control freaks, right? Is that they're so actually magical and have s- such a capacity for flow. I think that's why y'all control. And when you guys let go, like when you started experiencing SOP in Maestro, 
you are just like off the table, man. Like, is there's just this flow that can come through you, this this channel. It's like you're this pure universal channel. That's your capacity, and I love it when you really let go and and allow that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's that whole thing of your wrongness is your strongness, right? Like, if you were if you were to kind of switch it around, what would be possible then, right? So that's kind of an example of that. Yes, <sighs> exactly. And I wanted to actually do a shout out because we've now had several people ask us if we're going to live stream Unveil. And what I would like to request is if you would like it live streamed, then please let us know. Go to Weird On Air. That's the Facebook group that's connected to the radio show. And just post and say, hey, I'm in for live stream. And if you can tell your friends that are in other states that might want to join us, as soon as we get 10 people, we'll commit to the live stream. Is it just mm-hmm. it it actually takes quite a bit of resources and it's a um it's quite a financial investment for the low cost point that we're doing this course for. Um so we would need at least 10 people that were willing to commit and if we got that, we'd do it in a heartbeat. Mhm. Yay, I'm so excited. We already have so many people signed up and interested. It's going to be so much fun. Um I really am excited to play. And this was this actually this class. I know you guys won't believe it, but this class is actually my idea. I just have to put that in for the record. <laughs> tell the people, darling. Tell the people. <laughs> you, you have like you're coming out of the freaking closet, man. A little magic <laughs> being you. Uh huh. Yes. So, but darling, I'm very um, interested in this invoking and inviting. Lady Luck, right? Because everybody's like, um, they kind of either poo-poo luck um, or are like, well, you should go and create it. Don't just rely on luck. And I know, darling, that you're like, what? Luck is awesome. Why wouldn't we want to, you know, be receiving the energy of luck? Um, And to me, being super lucky is also being open to magic. I feel like they're kind of sisters. Um, So... Um, so what do you have in mind with your invitation and invocation for Lady mm-hmm. Luck? Well, first of all, I'd like to say a few things. I, I This is where I'm going to hop on a soapbox. Um, <laughs> I It's interesting to me that, that a big portion of the coaching community have basically just replicated the causal reality of I have to do this and I have to do this so I can have this result and I have to sacrifice and I have to push and I have to force. And it's like, come create the best life ever, work your ass out. Um, You know what I mean? Like just it's that old energy of struggle and push still, right? Mm -hmm. And it's like, wait a minute, if I wanted to work more, I would go back and work the farm with my great-grandfather. Like, (laughs) That's not like to me, it's actually what what's available now is quantum creation. That ability to go from A to Q, to be in the energy, to follow the energy, and to have creation be magic rather than hard. It's like I really feel like for the last 3,000 years, we've given pain and hard and struggle a really good go. And we've been able to create that way. There's a lot of awesome things that got created that way. I just think mm-hmm. it's time for a new paradigm. That's all. Like, what mm-hmm. could we create 
in what could be so fun and magical to create that would just blow our minds and change the world? What if it was super fun? What about that? And it was so funny. The other day I was uh, uh, commenting on this post and somebody said something about, yeah, I'm so lucky. And that person, like all these conscious people were like, no, you created the whole thing. You're not lucky. And I'm like, why would you refuse the energy of luck? Why would you do that? It is an energy. It is a frequency. And when I say luck, I don't mean sitting around in your apartment in your pajamas smoking pot hoping that the rent will come due. That's not, I mean, that's where people go, right? It's like, come on, people. But luck is an energy. It, it's just, to me, luck is that energy of synchronicity. You know those days when you wake up and everything's like so amazing and things come to you and it's like, that? That's luck. It is that frequency of luck. Are you creating it? Yes. But you're creating it in, because you're willing to allow that frequency to operate in your behalf. So would you guys, so all your um, definitions and conclusions, um, projections and expectations of what lucky is, would you be willing to uncreate and destroy all of that now? Mm-hmm. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot and pock, all nine, boys, shorts and beyond. And would you be willing to invoke lady luck on your behalf for all eternity? And mm-hmm. everywhere you shunned her, Everywhere you've pushed her out, everywhere you've decided that hard is better than luck, can we uncreate and destroy that place? Mm-hmm. Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot and pock, all nine boys, shorts and beyonds. And would you be willing to say, I'm sorry to her for being an asshole and rejecting her all these years? <laughs> Everything that is time for God to tell you, can we uncreate and destroy it? Right, wrong, mm-hmm. good, all nine boys, shorts, and beyond. So I'd like everybody to just take a moment and tap the energy of Lady Luck, of luck, of the energy of luck. And maybe there was a synchronistic moment in your life where something happened that you could not deny the magic and the miracle of life, of you. (laughs) And feel that energy. Would you be willing to now invoke and invite that energy to live with you, to create with you, to connect with you, to take you to the places and spaces where more miracles and more magic can occur. And anything and everything that doesn't allow that, will you uncreate and destroy it, please? Mm-hmm. Right, wrong, good, bad, bottom, talk, all nine boys, shorts and beyonds. And would you be willing to expand out into the universe, expand out into your being and feel the, that energy, that energy of the universe that is whispering to you, the whispers that we call luck that say, go here, turn here, um, purchase this, call so-and-so. Would you be willing to now attune your ears to the whispers that that are aligned with the luck of taking us to the places and spaces that will create more. And everything that doesn't allow that, can we uncreate and destroy that, please? Right, yes. answer that, unpack all nine boys, shorts, and beyonds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think it, it, again, it starts with just a curiosity of, like, I wonder, you know, I wonder what, you know, if I invited luck into my world, what might, how might it come in in surprising and interesting ways? Like part of the daily practice is uh, of invoking magic is just asking, asking.
thinking and then being open to whatever happens. Like I, I asked Megan, what does she do to invoke magic every day? And she said originally she would just ask, like, universe, show me the magic, you know, like show me the magic and the miracle of me. So even just asking that question, waking up like as you're meditating or having coffee or whatever you do um, in that mindful state, like asking a question, um, invoking the magic of nature as you're walking through your day, um, even just the question of universe, show me something beautiful today. Like, mm-hmm. can you feel the energy and lightness of that? Like, what is possible when you're just in a question of curiosity and wonder and allowance? Like, that's why Megan has been magical since she was born, is because she came in with this huge curiosity and play, playfulness that's just her nature. And she'd walk around the world um, experimenting and experiencing and being open to it all like a child in wonder. And that's why she's so magical is because she's in that energy. It's kind of like so true to her nature. Um, But you can invoke that too, like asking what would it take, you know? What would it take to create magic like I've never known is possible? Mm -hmm. And the bottom line, though, guys, is you've got to practice it, right? I mean, there's. I think one of the biggest things that I see is that, and for myself too, like there will be these big waves of magic and oh my god my life is so amazing and then like inevitably I hit some pile of poo after you know and it's like that to me it's about learning to see that as the magic too to to really get that I expanded so much that I'm blowing out limitations that I had previously put in place for myself and I used to call mm-hmm. that um, in, like uh, my work with the Hendrix we call that upper limit but I actually understand it differently now. It's not so much about an upper limit as it's about, and we've just expanded past the solid limitations that we had previously put in place for ourselves. And so mm-hmm. if we can then look at that and say, oh, how can I use this to my advantage? How can I have fun exploding this? And continue the process of expansion. But guess what, guys? We're all neophytes. We're all so young. And like, keep tuning into the show taking classes, and talking to magic people because every time you acknowledge magic, if you don't acknowledge it, you can't grow it and talk about it. Put your butt in the chair, like whatever you got to do to put yourself in an environment that foster that magic. Mm-hmm. And we'll be back next week for more magic on the show. So join us then. Bye, Thanks, everybody. everybody. Thank you for listening to Love, Life, and All Things Weird. Megan and Suzanne will be back next Wednesday at noon Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, and 9 a.m. Pacific on AtoZen.fm. Be sure to tune in for more tips on how to live in the land of Anne and claim your marvelous, magical life.